The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Friday morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber with Jim Cramer. We are live from Postline at the New York Stock Exchange. Pearl will be back on Monday. Let's give you a look at futures as we get ready to start the final trading day of this week. Uh, that doesn't do much of anything for me. Probably not much for you either. Let's uh, move on to our roadmap, though, because that does begin with a lot of interesting news. First of all, that AI fuel boom. Dell shares surging, NASDAQ coming off its first closing high in more than two years, and Ray Dalio downplays talk of a tech bubble. Plus, New York Community Bank, uh, Bancorp is warning of, quote, material weakness in its accounting, and it's dragging down a number of other regional banks. Of course, that, stock's, uh, that bank stock is also down sharply. Yes, yeah, it's a suboptimal situation. And in the land of lawsuits, Elon Musk suing OpenAI accusing it of putting profit before humanity. Didn't you ask him about that? I did. I did. And we'll cover that. Um, But first, let's get to the markets, obviously. A new month. Happy March. Yes. Um, February, obviously. We had a a nice run of things. Jeff Marks, my partner from the Investing Club. Happy birthday. Uh, I always think you should call out birthdays. Yes, of course. Of course. Although not mine this time. Um, what do you want to talk about as we look ahead to the month of March? What's in your mind? Well, I, I want to obviously get to these Dell earnings in a minute, but just give me your overall take on sort of where we are and where we're headed. Sure. I think that we actually, at the end of the, of the month of February, started seeing why NVIDIA was important. We started realizing that there are companies that are far ahead because they're using AI, and there are companies that are being left behind. Uh, there are companies that have made it so that they're getting a lot of new customers and ones that aren't. And I'm going to do something that's a little uh, class-oriented. Okay. The big guys have it, and the little guys don't. So you're going to see, I think, a, a widening gulf between the rich companies and the small, medium-sized business. And even though there are companies like Adobe that are frantically trying to help the SMB, so to speak, yeah. Only the big guys can afford what Jensen's putting out, Jensen Wong. And it, so, it, no, right, of course, I mean, it, it requires enormous computing power to run generative AI models. Yes, and therefore a lot of money. Or at least given just what you have to actually do. And it, it's hard to afford an H100 for most. It, it but now won't, the H200 but won't the applications start to filter down eventually to these companies that you're discussing my, that my, perhaps are not in a position to have their own servers running or, and or paying for the enormous compute that they need to do it initially? Well, I think that filter down is absolutely right. But right now, and we'll get to Dell, but you look at Dell versus HPE, which yeah. I know you know. Dell got, Dell got the H100s. Dell got the finest, uh, got the finest uh, 
chips from AMD, right. which are also AI-oriented. And we're talking about huge amount of storage that's needed. I don't, I don't want to get too in the weeds here. I'm just, what I'm trying to say is that, well, is that when you look at, like I have, a, I have some companies, and I'm not going to pick on them tonight because they're nice companies. But David, weren't you aware, you can either cover the 100, to, to 100 billion to $3 trillion companies. And the numbers are just extraordinary. Or everything else is like 30 or 40 billion. And you find yourself saying, I mean, I'm not going to, why should I look at a company only at a billion dollars in revenues? It's unimportant. Mm-hmm. This is an amazing time because the big companies, you're, you're talking about revenues that are, make it so that Mag 7 actually makes sense. There's like, I, whenever I look at a company, well, I I've think, ta- listen, why am I've I wasting my time? Well, first of all, you, that goes in against so many of the things you've talked about, Everything. which is there are opportunities everywhere, Jim. Well, that's and what you're not going to stop saying that. No, but that. saying the last 10 days of February, we, when we sit back and look at the quarter, we realize that there are companies like a Celsius where you can double very quickly and on a short squeeze. There are companies that uh, get takeover bids. And then there are companies like Dell that overnight we realized was the one that had the, the cards Yep. Therefore, they have the servers. Therefore, they have brought AI uh, at a, to a level I that I think that is shocking. Let's talk about Dell. Yes, um, absolutely. Orders for AI-optimized servers, $2.1 billion in the quarter, after recording just $100 million in the quarter. Uh, excuse me, $100 million in orders during the month of October. This is UBS I'm reading right. from now. Given the acceleration, AI backlog at the end of the quarter was $2.9 billion, up 80%. Uh, from the last quarter. In addition, no, no, GPU remember, lead times quarter, for H100 GPUs enabled Dell to ship 800 million in AI servers in the quarter, up from half a billion last quarter, accounting for roughly 15% of server and networking revenue. And you also need high band- bandwidth memory, you need storage, and you need networking, and that is Broadcom, so they're going to distinguish themselves. That could be up a couple hundred uh, today. Uh, power scale storage is so important. The cost of GPUs, no one can afford not to have the right storage. And Dell has the storage. And that's from the company Jeff Clark, a remarkable so, company. Again, we should make the point it's not about PCs. This is about AI servers. Right. And what I'm saying is, is that people are now beginning to realize use cases where if you have AI servers and you are able to ask your data the right, the right questions. And I mean that, ask your data the right questions. Yes. You will get answers that make it so that you're head and shoulders above your competition. So this is a have, have not market. Now we back away, and the reason I'm talking about this is because what it says is, for instance, Ray Dalio, I don't know if you saw, he was saying that, uh, that MAG-7 is measured to be a bit frothy, but it's not a full-on bubble. Well, when you read about what we have here that's developed, yeah. whether it be with Salesforce, whether it be with Dell, uh, whether it be with HPE that doesn't have it, uh, whether it be AMD that does have it, you realize that these gains, AMD is up 30 points in the last two days. Uh, Dell right. could be up 40 today. Yeah. I mean, these are, uh, these David, are enormous gains. Um, yeah, you see what Dalio had to say. Uh, I mean, again, this is a guy who typically is talking about the end of the world coming, so I don't know how much when is that, what's we the care. That? Was it, was By the way, anybody here? interested in Dalio should read that book, The Fund. Oh, my God. Woo. And some wacky times over there. How many number go up? Wacky I mean, Jesus, times over people, there at Bridgewater, man. Was it, wow. Really? I mean, but I mean, what, he's no longer there. Or what is it? What was it wacky it was about? A, just very cultish. Guns? Oh, no, not, not guns. Just crazy. Not that if they were legal, nothing wrong with that. Um, and over his many, many long career, I mean, he's, yeah, his predictions have not uh, 
Well, but let, let, I don't uh, want to get that. away from the rest of the market. I'm just Please saying don't. that the, the first two months of the year, uh, a lot of people would have felt that AI was a joke, that it became funny. Like you would read a call from a food company that says we're using AI. In the last 10 days, it crystallized that there are companies with real AI, and they're crushing it. The service now is crushing it. The sales force, did you see that stock was down 15 when they reported it closed up? Huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you talk to State Farm, they're using it to break away from the insurance pack. I mean, yeah, State Farm. I mean, you know, you know, State Farm, like... Yeah, I know State Farm. I know State Farm. Yeah. I'm just trying to get a sense here. I mean, with Dell up that much in terms of what the multiple is going to be and whether or okay, not... Okay, 17 times 20... Whether or 20. not higher multiples are deserved, well, obviously, given these higher growth rates as a, well, okay. as, as okay. a result of what you're pointing to, which is these companies that are... Well, seeing meaningful increases in revenues and earnings as a result of AI. But you see, Melius, which has been the best on this, he called, uh, this is uh, Ben Rice's, he, okay. he, he, he had this, he was early on in Dell. He is saying that if you look at t- uh, 2027 numbers, fiscal year, yes. uh, it's going to earn $10.10, a $152 price target, because why shouldn't they get a 27 multiple? So again, what I'm saying is is that... Well, no, the, 10 bucks. what was his no, price target? No, this is one twenty. 27. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying that what happened here is, is that we went from thinking bubble, 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 toil and trouble, to yes. who has it and who doesn't. And that's what happened in the first two months of the year. Yeah. And the only other company away from this is Lily. Excellent documentary last night yes. by our own Melissa yes. Lee. Big shot. And Lily, I understand that the when they get, and it's going to happen this month, approval for the Alzheimer's drug, my well, work listen, with the American Jim, Brain it's, it's Foundation tells so me many it's different real. narratives, That's even within real. the MAG-7, of course, because we've talked so often about Alphabet and whether they've made any number of missteps right. when it comes to generative AI or what threat that represents to their monopoly on Correct. search. We've talked about Apple a number of times over the last couple of days as well. AI. Not having, having it as AI. of yet. What is to come from them? So it colors all of these sort of perspective on many of these big companies, right. whether they're putting the numbers up or whether they're not and will, or whether they're missing an opportunity. Right, and now you have to find it in strange places. Now you find it in the Dell quarter, which is Jeff Clark talking about these numbers I didn't expect. Then you listen to, which I don't think anyone did, to Corey Barry's excellent conference call, Best the CEO Buy. of Best Buy. Yeah. And in this, it's blah, 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 blah. And then someone asks, is anything selling well? Well, what's selling well? The Ray-Bans, Zuckerberg's Ray-Bans. I knew they were hard to keep in stock. They're selling I didn't even know you could buy them at yeah. Best Buy. And then you the, can buy them yes, at Best Buy. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And the Samsung phone, for the first time, taking big share. AI. That one's loaded with AI. It can actually translate. You want to speak to someone in Italy because that Duolingo can't even get you to teach Italian? Boom. Wow. You're speaking Italian. And you can circle things. And it then goes right to explanation. And what it says is the 16 yep. is going to have all this. David, the 16 is going to be a step function for Apple. And despite the fact that it was downgraded, I'm ignoring that downgrade. Got it. I'm going to act as if it didn't, didn't occur. Say, yeah, I'm going, to for, okay. I'm going to forget that the downgrade was made. Um, all right. Well, coming up right here, uh, Elon Musk, uh, speaking of AI, he sues OpenAI. Of course, it started all of this with uh, their generative AI chatbot. And Sam Altman, of course, the founder of the company. Plus a flashback to what Musk told uh, me about several about that startup. This was last May. We'll give you a look at futures here as we have a lot more spark on the street straight ahead for you. Don't go anywhere. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. 
For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Elon Musk has filed a lawsuit in a San Francisco court against OpenAI and its CEO Sam Altman for breach of contract. Musk alleges that the company abandoned its founding mission to develop AI for the benefit of humanity instead of profit. He helped to create, of course, uh, the maker of ChatGPT in 2015, put in as much as, I think he said 44 million, maybe as much as 50 million um, Complaints interesting, just reading through. It gives you a quick little history if people are interested in sort of the, uh, the history of AI. Right. From, you know, Gary Kasparov uh, playing chess against it to, uh, in, the, in the 90s and Deep Blue at IBM to where we stand today. Um, but, Jim, this has not been unexpected. In fact, when I spoke to Musk at Tesla's annual meeting last May, so let's call it, what, some almost 10, 9, 10 months ago, I'd asked him, given his previous sort of protestations, whether in fact he might sue OpenAI. We can take a listen. You're very disappointed in what's happened there in terms of it becoming a for-profit. Do you take any action to sue them in some way? I I, I do think that there's some... Look, it does seem weird that something can be um, a non-profit... Uh, open source and somehow transform itself into a for-profit closed source. Um, I mean, this would be like, like, let's say you funded an organization to save the Amazon rainforest, and instead they became a, a lumber company <laughs> and chopped down the forest and sold it for money. And you'd be therefore like, well, wait a second, that's uh, the exact opposite of what I gave the money for. Yeah. Uh, is that legal? That doesn't seem legal. Uh, and if it is, and, and in general, if it is legal to uh, start a company as a nonprofit and then take the IP and transfer it to a for-profit that then makes tons of money, um, shouldn't everyone start? Shouldn't that be the default? Right. Um, and, and, and then I also think it's important to understand the, the like, like, when push comes to shove, let's say they do create some, some digital superintelligence, almost godlike intelligence, well, who's in control? Yeah. And, and what ex- exactly is the relationship between OpenAI and Microsoft? Um, and I do worry that uh, Microsoft actually may be more in control than, say, the leadership team at OpenAI realizes. Um, I mean, Microsoft, ha- as part of the Microsoft investment, they have uh, rights to all of the software, all of the model weights, and everything necessary to run the inference system. Kind of gives an interesting background to why they would have uh, moved forward with the lawsuit. In fact, there are some, given what he said in that interview some nine and a half months ago, Jim, who thought it might have been sooner that we saw some legal action. Well, well I, I remember that part, and I just said, I initially said, and I think a lot of people watch this, oh, a couple billion are sitting around being angry at each other. 
But when you listen to it closely, it, there's a real disclosure issue here. Remember, Microsoft's public company that made it so it's public. And I think that you, you don't turn a nonprofit into a profit. It's entirely possible you can say, look, we have nonprofit stuff, but let's spin that off if we find something profitable. Maybe you could actually send it back to the nonprofit. But David, I listened it to to Musk, and it just seems like it's it's obvious that, that Altman did something wrong. Well, I mean, it'll be very, you know, it will be worth watching closely. Uh, there's no doubt about that in terms of their reference to the 2015 sort of founding agreement and what it memorialized and what it said. Obviously, he was, Musk was the main funder back in the earliest days right. of the company. Um, unclear what the outcome will be, certainly at this point, Jim, or exactly what it is he wants Musk, uh, you know, I reached out, but I don't expect we're going to hear any, anything. Is there any aspect of it that's just he wants to inflict pain? I don't, I really, I'm not certain. I know that he's been frustrated for quite some time, as you heard, uh, in terms of the change and his concern overall that AI will be a threat to humanity. Um, that said, Tesla is obviously very much developing its own. Uh, and, you know, full self-driving is reliant on it. They've taken a, taken a new approach fairly recently in terms of using generative AI to power full self-driving, I believe. Right. And, and, and that right. could result finally in the breakthroughs they need to actually bring this uh, technology to a car near you in a way that Musk has promised for many years and not yet delivered. It's the authorities that have made this so hard. I mean, we're in this mode where... Uh, Cars cause a huge amount of fatalities that are driven by humans. If one person is killed by a self-driving, we shut it down. I know. It's, Think it's, about how crazy it, that it is. It makes no sense. Think what, about what, what it's I like to have some drunk or drowsy person any wheel. level of risk at all with right, autonomous. That's what's happening. But, of course, we... What is it, 30,000 people? But we shouldn't, it shouldn't, but you can't deal with local municipalities no. run by one and the insurance companies. Um, but, David, I'm just going to go back to something, because you, you talked to Musk. Now, Musk, let's say he doesn't like Bob Iger. Well, well we he, know he doesn't. Well, no, yeah, I'm saying it becomes, in a, uh, it's personal. Yes. Uh, I think a lot of us aren't used to things getting personal so quickly. Now, when I listen to him here, it's obviously been simmering for a very long time. But personal usually doesn't figure in business. But Musk takes these things to a level where it's insulting to him. Yeah. Um, but the lawsuit reads pretty well. It does. Yeah. I mean, listen, again, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not a legal expert. Who's he using, you yeah? I can tell you, yeah, it's not Alex Spiro. It's not. I, I, it's uh, Irel and Manella. Oh, Irel Manella? Yeah. Shoot, man, they're good. Yeah. They're good. That's you know, a big, you know, so it's big time. Big legal team. As you might I applied to them. Again, Superior Court of California, happened. County of San Francisco. But Jim, listen, liberal, the question again, the relationship between Microsoft and OpenAI, obviously the for-profit, even though it's still a not-for-profit, George Bosa talking yesterday about the SEC investigation well, now in terms I'm, of I'm what actually on. occurred with that very brief period under which Altman was pushed out and then returned. I mean, there are some Well, SEC has I mean, how the here. midnight uh, uh, Altman stuff with Microsoft, where I think Microsoft, you know, obviously, straightforward company. I've never heard them violate no. any disclosure issues. But Altman, apparently, I think, almost as, acts as disclosure is something that is the, at the behest of him. Not when you mix it up with Microsoft, when it's private. Well, but... OpenAI is still a private company, obviously, uh, and yeah, has raised an enormous dealing, amount of money, has a $70, $80 billion value based on the last placement of capital. So they have no, Microsoft has to disclose everything. It just yes. doesn't sound like it's disclosed properly. Yes. Ally, the Musk lawsuit, 
where he didn't disclose everything properly right. uh, to these dissenting shareholders. But again, you and I might say, or I would say, oh, yeah, you know what? You made so much money. Shut up. But that's not the way the law works. No. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll be focusing on this. Don't forget, though, of course, Tesla and its own. I mean, they're a huge buyer of your friend, Jensen. Mr. Jensen Wong's Remember, they tried to get H-100s. it away from Jensen, and then that last conference call, he said, yeah, NVIDIA has it. There's yeah. nothing we can do. By the way, Dell has the 200, which is the next iteration, and that is going to really separate the haves from the have-nots. David, this is really huge, the have-have-not economy. And meanwhile, we'll see what ChatGPT 5 is going to look like, or 6 or 7. I use it every morning. Use oh, it again boy. this morning. Use it every day. Um, all right. Use it for your mad dash, then. Ask it what you uh, should do for your sure. mad dash. Uh, sure. All sure. right? Because that's what we got coming up here, of course. We've got an opening bell as well, less than eight minutes away on this Friday, last trading day of the week, of course. More Squawk in the Street straight ahead. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Welcome back. Let's get to a mad dash. We spent a lot of time talking about Dell. Can't help but think about HPE, which were, no well, excuse me, HPQ. But now we want to move on to HPE, right. which reported earnings after the bell yesterday right. as well. Now, uh, Dell will be up the most of any stock today. And I think HPE is a possibility in a percentage base to be down the most. Uh, there was a moment in the conference call where it's just a jaw-dropping moment. Uh, Antonio, who was on this morning? Antonio, Antonio Neri, was, the CEO, was on Squawk Box this yeah, morning. Yeah, he says, first I will touch, this is Cops call, first I will touch on our revenue, which was lower than expected, in large part because network and demand softened industry-wide. Untrue. Untrue. Because we know that Dell said network and network demand strengthened industry-wide. Okay, just untrue. The timing of several large GPU acceptances shifted. Didn't get the NVIDIA. Michael Dell got the NVIDIA. Additionally, we did not have the GPU supply we wanted, curtailing our revenue upside. We weren't able to provide bringing AI to you. In other words, these are all things that he so screwed up on. However, GPU availability remains tight. Michael Dell has the GPUs. There's not tight for Michael Dell. And our delivery timing has also been affected by the increasing length of time customers required to set up the data center space. Broadcom and Dell, no. They, all right, so increasing time. you need to draw the contrast um, even more so then. Dell is, was able to get access to H100s, for all example, wanted, and also incorporate the them in the servers that that their customers want to, to drive their generative AI exactly. platforms. These guys weren't. Didn't get so what accounts for that? What accounts for not being that. on top of that? I think that Michael Dell and Jensen Wong wants to give it to everybody, but some people, some customers are more equal than others. And Michael Dell has a great relationship with Jensen. Uh, so it really is about having a preferred relationship with no, NVIDIA that, no. is going to, that is going to mean you're up 31% versus down 5%? Look, I don't know why HPE didn't get the chips, the graphics cards. I do know that to say that network and demand industry-wide softened is not true. Is you just, don't I think, is an ill-advised way to portray what happened this quarter. Because it was very strong for Dell, their direct competitors. Do I know about whether it? Look, how do we know that, that they didn't make their bed with another way to do it? 
Now, just so you know, Michael Dell also got all the good AMD. AMD is great. So it's great AI. So interesting. So I Jeff. just saying that HPE may have a view that industry is softened, but Michael Dell. Look, Michael Dell's telling me today how strong the, the, the demand is. So I'm just not buying what HPE is selling. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, okay. So it, I mean, that gets to a level where we're sim- we simply lose our ability to fully understand, frankly, what exactly. That's why other, I'm going other than to, just saying execution. That's why I'm going out to see the keynote of of Jensen. I want to understand because Jensen's a, a fair man. I mean, I remember at one point he said, "Listen, I met a." once a lot and they've really come to us and said look we really want to embrace and we're going to help them uh frank slootman yeah formerly ceo of snowflake goes to jensen it's not a pilgrimage jensen's not like that at all but what it is is a recognition maybe they have the maybe their stuff look i was meeting i, I went out there several times just to demonstrate the technology that nobody wanted that jensen said nobody wants this jim tell me tell me what to do i said i don't know i'm a reporter he said, well, talk to this uh, thing. I know, I know. No, don't no, start you... talking about digital twins. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Now, the... <laughs> well, I was going to talk about it. <laughs> I knew it. I was. No, I, I, nobody knows what you're talking about when you talk about digital twins. Well, it's You great. always go there. Well, it's, beat me. it's the AI factory. Now I feel bad. I'm anyway, sorry. I didn't make me no, feel bad. Anyway, and I, look, and I, you can say, Jim, you're so focused on this. But what I'm telling you is that when you sit down with an Apple, or you sit down with, with the Dell, you sit down with, 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 with the sales force or with the service now, this is it. And then we can sit down with Lily and it's GLP ones. And then we sit down with Campbell Soup and Trail. How's Trail? All right, there you hear it. You can't hear much else. Because we want to know about Ethereum ETF, right. which I Next think is hour. in there. Over at the NASDAQ, Finfront, it's a digital asset mining company. My. Celebrating a listing via SPAC. They're still doing the SPAC thing. Yeah, it's time, I guess, to, to make it so that people... They're still uh, doing them. You know, it's ill-advised to take we know. I mean, other well, than... Well, you know what? The problem is we had, this, okay. uh, we had this Rebull CEO on yesterday, uh, Sarah and yeah. I. And he's like, listen, I, I have no... no I wanted to go public the traditional way, but I had no certainty. SPAC certainly. gives me certainty. $7 billion deal? Yeah, $7 billion no deal. Certainty. I know, that's kind of odd, Look, but I'll, we are not seeing a lot of IPOs for whatever reason. Dave Cody, Vernon. What do you mean other than? Oh, well, you're talking two, SPACs. No, I'm saying you're going SPAC. way back. Well, I'm just saying that there's only two SPACs that turned out to be really invested. No, like, I could name maybe three. three. Name me another. Well, three. All right, uh, DraftKings, Vertiv, right. and... I'll come up with it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, 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 but not think right about it. There. there were 300 of these, <laughs> and you're having 300. There's like, I know. You're having John. Oh, think you're about right. that. And yet there's right. people, like, they'll say, oh, Digital Miner. I want a Digital Miner. Let me go buy that. And you know what? I say good luck to you. We, 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 look, we, these are not stickered the way cigarettes are. Yeah. But I, I want to uh, help people, not hurt people. The odds do not favor buying yeah, your buddy, Your buddy Trump's back. DWAC. That's a success. Buddy That's a success. That's a success. All right, let's you take a look at the broader You and my wife, last <laughs> night, <laughs> attacking markets. me. Oh, just attacking saying. Me. You, 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 not you, attacking you. Senator, you By the way, tre- you DWAC has secretary. been a great performer, and that deal's going to happen. That deal's done. It's going to de- be under DJT. She told me Maybe if you asked to be Treasury Secretary, would you Maybe say no? At has. dinner, at dinner, if you asked to be Treasury Secretary, would you say no? I want to know right now. I said, what the hell are you talking about? I'm under contract. Chairman of the Federal Reserve, that's what Jim's going to go for. 
Powell's I know. Powell's I know. It's not going to renew Powell. All right. Yeah. Never mind. Let's move on. You know what? Let's move on to something uh, more. Really? NYCB, Jim. New York Community oh, Bank suboptimal situation uh, down 29.5%. Let me just get to a few. What a really of the good problems. idea for them to get that signature, wasn't it, last year? Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about NYCB for some time, but then there was new news. We kind of thought they might be uh, done, so to speak, out of the woods, but we get this release um, yeah. yesterday. Well, it's too uh, early they have to a buy that new stock. CEO. Now, I am early. told, by the way, um, Alessandro Sandro Danello is a very serious guy. He had been exec chair. He now steps in as CEO, effective immediately. They got rid of their old CEO. Um, they have also made a number of other appointments, but uh, you know they had some control issues. Let's leave it at that. Um, no, we can't leave it at that. All right, this is let's a not. Well, this billion is dollar the announcement of multi, you know, the assets, the maybe are, the apartments may be worth a great deal. Yes. The Federal Reserve, and, and of course, you know, it was a gunshot uh, marriage with signature. To, to bring people back here, this is not a large bank. That said, it acquired the portfolio of loans from Signature Bank, which almost a year ago at this point, if you recall, when we had that what I call mini banking crisis with SVB, Signature Bank, and then First Republic all going out, uh, they took on Signature's loan portfolio. It hasn't gone well for them, particularly given what is already an outsized position in commercial real estate, particularly office. Right. Uh, a number of loans brokered by this firm Meridian, which is very big here in the CRE space in the New York area. Um, a company called Newmark, apparently acting on behest of the FDIC, is the one that found these buyers. But what in the world were they thinking, sending this portfolio to NYCB? I think it was a momentary, let's get this deal done. And uh, let's not do a big bank, because we're under a lot of political pressure right. not to reward the large banks. Right, we already did one with J.P. Morgan. Right, with First it, it looks like the, we're just favoring large, let's give it to small. This was a bank, by the way, that was always viewed as being a lender uh, that was aggressive. So it did not, anyone who's involved uh, with this should have known the quality of how these, the, the bookkeeping, by the way, the charge yes. is from 2008. Jim, as we almost come up on the anniversary of, uh, the, anniversary. of the demise of uh, Silicon Valley Bank, though, it does, of course, uh, raise recollections of that. The question here is, will deposits start to flee or not? Now, previously, when they first uh, acknowledged that there were some issues with the loan portfolio and taking higher losses than they had anticipated originally, the deposits didn't really flee. No, and the, and so and the, the most question of the becomes yet were, again, will they? Analysts were pretty positive about the company. Yeah. I think that that, I don't know what, why anyone would be positive. This, this company has never, no, this company for 20 years did lending that I thought was aggressive, okay? And yet they got this signature? I, I just was astonished when they got it. Yeah. It, we didn't even know it was in signature's um, portfolio. Even the, even the bulls are uh, like Piper Sandler that had been, is like, uh, situation without a doubt feels a bit uncertain right now. But can I just say that's that the kind of analysis we rely yeah, on? That's very helpful. Yeah. If, if, that if anyone wants to say that this is going to spread, this was an outlier bank to begin with, okay. merged with another outlier bank. That does not make it so that it's an inlier. Right. Oh, liar. Maybe you changed the word there. 
Um, well, well it, it deserves to be paid close attention to. Again, not necessarily to your point that it's going to spark a conflagration, but it's always something that is in people's minds as we come up only 10 days from now from the anniversary of, uh, of, of the crisis but at uh, Silicon Valley Bank. I want people to go read Charlie Sharp, the CEO of Wells Fargo, on that last quarter describing actual commercial real estate issues and how small they are in the banking system because of how widespread they are. Yeah. And by the way, David, this is, remember, this is not office. Right. This is actual apartments, and we have a shortage of apartments. Yeah. So maybe there's just a loan-to-value issue here. It is. And it's not, to your point, it's not systemic. No. Certainly we don't think in any way it would be, uh, but it's a name we've been watching closely. Jim, let's move on. Uh, what else are you keeping an eye on this morning that well, we haven't know, yet mentioned? Well, you know, I think mentioned? the Broadcom, uh, again, is the big beneficiary. Uh, two upgrades today at the uh, price target, but huge. And then, David, you know, a lot of people are trying to get ahead of next week's uh, retail retail earnings. JP Morgan raises its price target target. Huge. One twenty five though to one fifty seven. That's significant. City raises Williams Sonoma. They don't even like it. One sixty four to two forty one without a favorite. City takes up RH. That's been a while. PVH. These are all retail names ahead of next week when the consumer is supposed to be strapped, so to speak. No. Well, we've been getting different reads on the consumer in terms of their strapped. Uh, Sarah always brings a lot of comments from companies that have report earnings, and it's you know it's a mixed bag, I guess, in terms of the commentary from those retailers that have already reported. Right. I think that Walmart was amazing, Costco amazing, Amazon amazing. Again, I'm coming back to this: who has the money to do AI? Who has the money to be able to take in giant amount of inventory? Uh, if the SKU is limited at Costco, but the answer is the big guys right. with the balance sheet. I'm just saying we have to emphasize that this is about balance sheet, not just technology. Who can afford the technology? And by the way, David, Apple, long knives still out. Yes, they are. Not stopping. Yes, they are. Wasn't there something else? Uh, there was another couple of uh, kind of neg- more negative than positive pieces, so to speak. But yes, and again, yeah. people just feel they have nothing special. Uh, there was a piece, uh, Joanne Stern, I don't know if you saw it, very good about how often people would use a Vision Pro. And I end up hearing that she uses it on an airplane, which is exactly what I want to use mine. Because I am dog tired of watching somebody's backseat or having people hear what I'm doing. That's what Vision Pro it for was, people who Apple travel was is. removed from the conviction buy list at Goldman, so they so no longer have conviction so in their buy. Convicted? They so no longer have conviction. Oh, but look what they added: it, it's, Vulcan materials. It's still a buy. There's nothing not like conviction. a good rock company to replace Apple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The technology to, 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 for aggregates versus the technology in Vision Pro. I mean, come on, Stonehead. That's true. Um, the Vision Pro spending $3,500 though, Jim, on something that's going to make your flights went a, to get make your flights a little nicer. I mean, that's got to be a no, limited you, audience you take right pictures now. Pictures on it, you get the app, you get the special photo, you take pictures on it. It looks yeah. flat on the phone, yeah. but it's 3D glasses. So okay. let's say that you, uh, God love you, you had grandchildren. All right, you uh-huh. take pictures, yeah, and you can save them in your Vision Pro, and you watch it. It's 3D. It's like, well, I like looking. I mean, how much I wish they had Division Pro when my late ma was around so I could remember what she sounded like. Yeah. Same. You know, you'll never leave. I mean, even when you're gone, you're going to be around. There's so much TV time of you, we could just have you playing forever. That's the game, my friend. Yeah, you'll live in the cloud forever. You betcha. Yeah. They know nothing. What version would you like of you? Kind of in your 40s or 50s? 
We ran a, a panoply last time I was doing what's known as an evergreen in the business. Ah. And it had me with my sister when she was nine and I was six, waiting for my father to come home for work on Saturday. It's just precious, precious view of my life. Yes, it was. When will daddy come home? You worked every Saturday. When will um, daddy come home? Our, you know, I'm looking at our, our mega cap tech. Uh, Meta is the outperformer right now, along with NVIDIA. Well, that's, that's the best buy. The, the, the Meta is up 1.5%. You think it's up partially on those have comments used, from Best Buy? Ray-Bans? I have not. David, they look like actual Ray-Bans, but they are able, you can text, you can take pictures, you can talk. It is just a wonder. So it's what, the eighth wonder of the world. What is going Netflix. to be given the price point is far lower than the Vision Pro. That this obviously, it's a Ray-Bans. I mean, Mark's so, giving him away. Mark Zuckerberg's giving him away. So is that going to be the far larger selling product that is, versus that, the Vision Pro? It's an amazing product because if you're Instagram oriented, you're taking the boom, taking boom, taking boom. Anything you see, and you're not. It's not like they're goggles. They're just you're taking a picture, right? And then you're able to post it. Yeah, my daughter's into this thing like there's no tomorrow. Really? Yeah, it's just very cool. They're very cool. What can I tell you? That's why Best Buy runs out. That's why when I called Meta, they said, "Listen, we can't keep it in stock." You but remember, no one cares. Remember, remember, this is part of that weird business that they have. Zuckerberg's, the Meta, Zuckerberg's Meta. product review of the Vision Pro a couple of weeks back. It's brilliant. Now, the, you know, there's a big move to start thinking that he's cool, and then there's like the the, the fallout shelter from 1961 thing. So there's people just every day back and forth saying, is he cool, is he not cool, is he cool, is he not cool? Yeah, he seems a little more human lately. That's the deal. Yeah, definitely. I advised him that. You did? Said be more human. That's what you told him. Well, I thought it was good advice. So how many years had you been telling him that before he took your advice? Never mind, I shouldn't even say that I advised him more human. I know you should. Jim gives advice to a lot of CEOs, by the way. I'm not sure who takes it or not, but... Uh, None. They're calling. All hours of the night, they're calling. That's Uh, actually true. It is true. But I'm up all hours of the night, so everybody knows it. Eli Lilly shares up 2.28%. This after our documentary last night. Also, some positive comments out there. I think one firm's got what I see on your list here, raising their price target to... I'm telling you, this is about now... So Alzheimer's. Dementia. Why? Oh, because, because of what they have drug, working there. This is a serious drug, unlike Biogen. It's serious. Not a reversal, but stave off. I have RadNet on tonight, MRIs. You got a lot of plaque in your brain, you're going to want to be on this Lily Alzheimer's drug. Do not attempt. Um, what phase are they in for the Lily Alzheimer's drug? It, it's you know? the, it, it, this is an any day approval by the FDA. It is? And between now and the end of March. This is going to be so huge. And people think, I didn't think it was, but I did this American Brain Foundation stuff and got friendly with a lot of doctors. Not getting any of this information. Just people very ready to start. The move that we're looking at there now is almost solely a result of the success of GLP-1s. Right. Manjaro, Zepbound now. But you're saying that today's, today's move is actually on the hopes for an Alzheimer's drug. Yes. That doesn't just, what, slow the progression of the disease? Let's say you're, that, you, that it looks like that you're going to get it when you're 75. If you start taking it now, uh, there's a chance that it's delayed. And if you have Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, they're seeing some positive results. Now, Dave Ricks, who's the CEO, will not hype this thing because he's just too great a guy. 
But the, the, the early word on this is it's a serious drug that well, a lot of people are going to want to take. Well, as you well know, finding something that would truly um, Holy grail. deal with Alzheimer's. Yeah. Bigger than GLP-1s, potentially. I know, but again, I want to emphasize that Dave Ricks is not your typical pharma guy. I have tried to press them over and over again, going deep into the bowels of the company. Please say something that will give, that gives me the ability to say there's hope. And they will not do that. They do not play that game. Well, that's what you, uh, yeah, you, you uh, under-promise, over-deliver. U-Pod. U-Pod. Uh, you have to play U-Pod. Yes. U-pod. Lily is a, is a phenomena of which, by the way, uh, Kenny Langone. Isolated when the company was about three hundred billion, and it's and now. And to be fair, Lilly shares did nothing for a long time. Well, because they had a cancer franchise that was come see, come saw. And when you go back uh, twenty years, you diabetes. can take a look at sort of that desert. Langone hung on through it all. Yeah, well, because the, and yes, but the has technology made an enormous uh, profit as a result. Right. And the, the big thing um, about Lilly, so people should realize, versus say one of the new magnificent seven of Europe, yeah. is they have the balance sheet to build all the plants you need for Zepbound. Right. And that's very, very important. There is wide Zepbound widely available, uh, and they've got a giant plant in North Carolina. They're building a second plant in North Carolina, building a plant in Europe. They can meet the demand. Yeah. Nobody else can. Right, I mean, 20 years. Now, that maybe holds out hope for the likes of Pfizer, you know, which has been Why? in that, because they you can go a long You can go a long time, and then maybe you find something. Oh, yeah, and I'm a big believer in Maybe C-Gen. you find something. I think C-Gen is doing the hard to uh, conquer cancers. I work with, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time, my mom died of kidney cancer. And I mean, it's I not going well for Pfizer right now, cancers as you say, no over 20 years. No, it's not. Hasn't, it's has, a dividend it's horrible, while you wait. Bristol Myers, dividend Disastrous. while you wait. Right? Yeah. But Merck, meanwhile, Merck is just, and you isolated that early on. I did. That, that uh, Rob, Rob Davis has reinvented that company in a very positive way. Yeah. Sent some great acquisitions, too. I, I, I think that, uh, I thought that Amgen was going to have terrific uh, GLP-1-like. But it did not, not potentially. Um, all right. Group-wise, Jim, anything in terms of, you know, Rotation? The financials, or nope. We're Stay. talking the drugs. No industrials. No. no. Uh, yes, yes, industrials. All right. Industrials. We're still getting. We get a nice PMI. We're still getting the infrastructure money coming from the government. Yep. And those who bet against the industrials, again, you know how what kind of invitation I'm expecting for those who bet against it. Yes. The invitation to the funeral. Like Parker Hannafin was upgraded today. There had been a sell. I won't even mention the firm that has sell on it because I am a kind man. I am a good man. But uh, T.D. Cowan upgraded it to market perform from sell. They had a sell on it. Take a look at Parker Hannafin and PH. This is a great American industrial. David, there's a revival of Cleveland that people keep telling me about. Cleveland. You and I are going to go there. We're going to do a show from Cleveland. All right, let's do it. From the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There you go. And we'll go to Rockefeller's original house. Great. Original street. Can't wait. And we're we'll on go our to way. Cleveland Cliffs with a CEO who is a... Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Calvis, just out I of his mind. Bubble, bubble Love that guy. Crazy. All right, let's, uh, let's, get, let's get over to Rick Santelli now. I think you got some, uh, some data for us. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, David. Indeed, our February final read on S&P Global Manufacturing PMI. Uh, the mid-month read was 51.5, which happened to have been the best since September of 22. Well, it improved. 52.2 replaces it. That's now the best level since June of 22 in terms of strength over 50. And do keep in mind, this comes now the second in a row over 50 in expansion. After last year, we had 
10 out of the 12 months under 50, so a nice improvement, and it doesn't end there, folks. We still have University of Michigan final reads and the ISM PMIs uh, for February to still come out at top of the hour. Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. Take a look at uh, Solana. You know, we've talked a lot about Bitcoin. Why did I put this up? In part because, take a look since the FTX bankruptcy. Uh, this was in part created by Sam Bankman-Fried, right? Um, they own 55 million, the bankrupt FTX. It was trading at 10 when the company went bankrupt. It had collapsed. Now it's 132 uh-huh. based on this recent rally, of course, that we've seen uh, overall in crypto. That's worth seven plus billion dollars. Imagine the recovery for the bankruptcy. Uh, that value is going up fast. Uh, and in terms of getting full recovery, that possibility is uh, greatly increasing as well. So I thought worth just... I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Look, I, we try to analyze it every day, like whether well, should be honored for the investment. For the investing club. I'm not kidding. Not this one. Yeah. Like if there's an Ethereum Jim, ETF, I, I think I would probably buy it. I know. It. I lose my way quickly. Obviously, he's in prison. But, um, but the value of Solana, apparently he's also, according to some reports, giving advice on crypto to the guards and the like and the inmates. But, uh, Is he? But Solana was part uh, his he, does he 55 have a million coin. That's a lot. What's he got? Does Wait, he have something? No, I don't know what he's got, but no, that's I'm what's in the, the Frankfurt state. I don't know. What, maybe, he's, maybe, maybe he's like Shawshank. You don't know. He could be. Right? All right, get ready for stop trading. Yeah, they want nail. He's probably going to go to they want nail. Nail. Uh, The best, the best. Definitely my top ten. Yeah. yeah. Stop trading with Jim's next. All right, stop trading. A lot of controversy later about cybersecurity. How strong it really is in the demand. Zscaler, ZS, really excellent company. Zero identity. People are saying that business is weak. If you read the comments, well, you would come out and say that is absolutely untrue, and you would buy Zscaler. You buy Jay Chaudhry, who's a very, uh, very good executive. So what did they miss? Why is the stock down ten percent? Uh, they, there are people who are reading through and saying the billings were a little bit short. Billings should not be the object. That has no longer been a good metric. Uh, Okta said that zero trust is very strong. So people are coming out and saying, hey, these aren't as strong as Okta. Let's buy Okta and not this. I think that's a mistake. This is not HPE Dell. Zscale are a very good company. I think that you let it settle and you buy it. All right. Uh, what's on the uh, show today? Okay, I'm trying to figure out food inflation. So I have Spartan Nash and I'm trying to figure out Eli Lilly and AI and... Literally, I'd say maybe one of the best businesses in the world. MRIs right now. Got it. If you could have an MRI franchise or a Subway franchise, which would you take? Uh, MRI. It's every time. Exactly. Have a great weekend. You too, buddy. Okay. Me the kids. Enjoy myself. Enjoy them. (laughs) Good. Get my Vision Pro one. Take pictures of them. No, they they were sold out when I tried to get it. Maybe one day they'll be grandkids too. You never know. All right. Really? I know. Wouldn't it be great? Oh, I would love it. Yeah, me too. Don't leave like on a negative note. I, I just I hope, right. always hope. Uh, but we don't have a while for his Chicago Fed president, Austin Goolsby. He'll be, oh, up, nice guy. Uh, he'll be up very soon. Smart guy. Here. Good guy. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. 
All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. 